At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. We begin our number two of the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross here at South Point Casino in Las Vegas. And we go back to Michael Lombardi in New Jersey. And Michael, every time I look up here at the live coverage on the Golf Channel of what's going on at St. Andrews, I realize now it's they bring back all the champions that still want to play and, and still can except play. Except Greg so I, Norman. Right, except Greg Norman, a two-time winner. He's got his name on the trophy a couple times, and yet he's not – well, your services are no longer required is what the, what the uh, RNA is saying. And you can understand that, right? If you're trying to disrupt what we do – we're not going to welcome you back here to the old course and celebrate like we're seeing. The Swilkin Bridge is the famous bridge as you walk over on 18. And I'm looking up and I see Jack is right now as we speak, arm in arm with Tiger Woods posing for pictures. Like that's just, it's, you, you mentioned it like the generational thing of, of everybody coming back to the birthplace of golf. And now you see Jack and Tiger, take your pick who you think the, the GOAT is in the sport of golf. But those are probably the two that are going to be uh, beginning and ending the conversation. And you see Tom Watson out there and Gary Players out there. And it's it's just a really cool Monday in this feel of camaraderie. But you bring it up with Greg Norman that he, he's not even allowed to be on the premises here. The RNA put that out there to the Shark. And I heard Colin Morikawa say today, because he's the defending champion, he had to give back the, Jared, the, the Claret Jug. I didn't realize that, that, like, you never really think about it. He actually had the Claret Jug, the actual Claret Jug, the oldest uh, trophy not named, uh, you know, for the Stanley Cup here. That's the oldest one we know. Uh, but the Claret Jug for golf, that is the 
the trophy to have, and you get it for a full year. You, you take it home, Kyle Morikawa, take it to Las Vegas, wherever you want to go. And he said he had to give it back. And they said, what did it feel like? He said, it sucked. I, I didn't like to, I didn't want to give it back. And he goes, and the replica trophy that you get, he goes, it's just not the same. It's not the Claret Jug. So that is now back uh, in the RNA's hands, and then they'll give it out uh, for a year. And I assume that's what they do with the Stanley Cup, right? You get it for, for the cup. Yeah. You get it for, I don't know who gets to keep possession of it for the year, but that's what you do with the Claret Jug. You actually possess it for a year, and then you got to give it back. And, and then I think what they do with the hockey is they, they allow the players to take it on their, you know, their hometowns, their parades. You know, each player kind of gets a, uh, a day, to show right? it off, especially, yeah, in the in Canada, which it's, you know, obviously part of their culture and the fabric of, of the league. So, yeah, I mean, the Claret Jug, you got to give it back. So, <laughs> and, and you, cause, but the one thing about giving it back is your name's on a list of people that are so, uh, you're tied to history forever. I mean, you are tied to history forever, and, and you can't ever, you know, they can't ever erase your name off that claret jug, which makes it even more appealing and more, you know, that you want to go back and get another one. I thought it was interesting, David, that uh, Will that Valatoris is kind of, yeah. you know, is the leading guy here. You know, uh, now I'm, I'm happy that he gained weight, you know, because <laughs> normally with the British Open, I thought he would be the flying golfer and fly away because he couldn't keep his feet on the ground. Right. but. You know, he's been so close, and people – I think there's a difference mentality, right? Mickelson was so close so many times, he finally broke through. Mm-hmm. Same with Payne Store. These guys, you've got to get good before you get great. You've got to get in contention to understand what happens when you're in contention. And I, I think ultimately – you know, it's a good play. I could see why people are playing him because he's playing really good golf. He's handled the win well. You know, when we saw the U.S. Open, the win was a problem. And in the PGA, they had that weather there as well. So I like people thinking that. I don't see him losing close matches as a problem. I think it's really reinforces his, his determination to get to the next level. You know, and Morikawa said it today, like, you know, being in contention, he said he misses that field because he hasn't had a great year since winning the Open Championship last year. And to your point about Zalatoris, he's been there. It's just the putter. Can the putter stay? Can, can the putter at least for him? Because he's such a good ball striker. So is Morikawa. And that's his bugaboo, too. Okay, you don't. They're saying you don't have to be long out here in this golf course. That's why Tiger and maybe some of the older players. We saw Tom Watson contend when he was 59 years young, uh, you know, a couple decades ago. That sometimes, as long as you can keep the ball in play, you can run it up there. That thing will roll for days. Can you make putts? Can you chip around there? And that'll really be the test at St Andrews once again, like it always is. The last time they played at St Andrews, one of the shortest histories on the uh, hitters on the PGA Tour is Zach Johnson. He won. So it, you don't have to be Dustin Johnson, who I actually like his chances this week, but you don't have to be a bomber necessarily to win this thing. You just have to be accurate. And if, no if, if you're accurate, if Tiger Woods can be accurate, it's so interesting watching him play because Michael, and this is what happens to me on a Monday, he looks great. His swing yeah, looks you're gonna great. Bet him. I could see it. I mean, if, you better watch out. There's well, you're gonna run six people over. You'll probably you'll probably <laughs> upset the hot dog cart going over to Bet Tiger today. I could just feel it in your voice. Oh my goodness! You're, you know, this is what happens in betting, though, David. You're convincing yourself. Right. Here. You're trying to talk yourself into it. I'm not sure that's a smart thing to do. Oh, it's because, not. You know, putting there at the British Open is so important, and it's feel. And look, we can't get the weather straight here in America, right? <laughs> we, I mean, the, yes, Saturday. 
saying it was supposed to stop raining in New Jersey at 2 o'clock. It rained all the way to 9. Like, they can't get it right. Like, over there, the weather's more volatile than it is here in New Jersey. So I don't know how you can – and weather's going to determine this. It's going to determine the tournament. You know that. Like Jack said earlier in the show, I got a bad weather start. I got a bad start with Mm -hmm. the weather. Here's the thing, Michael. And, boy, wouldn't you love to be a weatherman in the United States? I mean, what a great gig. You're wrong. Oh, the best. And nobody ever calls you to the carpet for it. It's wonderful. Okay, they say – no rain in the forecast for all four days at St. Andrews. Crosswinds coming in the 70s. Balmy, you know that. Like, if you could take right now, if I made that wager for you, that there's no rain, you're not going to see any rain, and there's zero rain in the forecast, you know it's going to rain, right? Like, they're going to be wrong. It's going to rain. Right? It's going to rain right. at some point. I mean, I think it does. But even if it doesn't rain, the crosswinds are a problem, right? Because everything is, you know, it's no longer the British Open is in pinpoint golf. Right. It's not target golf. It's bounce it 30 yards short, let it roll up, as you indicated. And if these greens dry out with no Oof. rain, Oof. and if these and if these fairways dry out with no rain, and you're going to get you're going to your caddy's got to really be able to carry the day in terms of where you have to hit the ball to get the right bounces. I, you know, I'm terrible with geography, Michael. So I don't know. Is it the North Sea there? What, whatever body of water is right there in St. Andrews? Yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> I, I don't just, know, but I, like I know this. They look like they have a lot of fun over there. I mean, like, I know it doesn't look like the food's great. I'm not a fish and chips guy, but they look like they have a lot of fun over there. I mean, there's a lot of drinking going on over there. And, I, and usually Irish coffee's got to be something big in play because you're always cold. Like, they might say it's 70, <laughs> but if they got that wind, it's going to feel like 50, right? Yeah, and I still see even today, I see a lot of long sleeves out there. Tiger Woods is in long sleeves. <laughs> yeah. And even 70 for them. It's not like a Vegas 70. This is a this is an Ireland yeah. 70. And to your point, yeah. Carl Paulson, my buddy, was just on Sirius XM Radio. He just got off, and I texted him, and I said, hey, can you hop on? He goes, hey, I could do it. I'm, I'm walking to a pub. I said, don't worry about it. Enjoy your pub experience. Because, Michael. We need him on on Thursday. Yeah. Tell him just to make some time. You know, go to the phone booth at the pub and call <laughs> us from there. That would be ideal, wouldn't it? I'll see if like, I can I round him that. up on Thursday. It's just tough because yeah. everybody's drinking. Everybody's having a good time. That's what you do over there uh, at the Open Championship. You know, you mentioned the trophies. We talked a little bit about the Stanley Cup, and that feels like a North America, that is the trophy. But I think overseas, it is the Claret Jug. Now, I'm curious because you've had your hands on a bunch of Lombardis in your day. Do you do you get? Is it just a replica Lombardi? There's not one Lombardi yeah. trophy, right? No. It's it's always a replica. Yeah, the team gets the the team gets the trophy that year, so they make a new one every single year. So when you walk into the Patriots, uh, you walk not into the lobby of the where the players come in, but where Robert Kraft has his office in the there's the six Super Bowl trophies sitting there, or in San Francisco, they're on display. So you get a copy of you get a, you get the league makes one, and that team gets it. Uh, very quickly, because I know in D.C. when I was coming, whenever they'd have a big press conference, they would roll out the yeah. three trophies, right? It was all in glass in case they take them out you of the glass. you got to remind people. you got to remind people that, you know, now they, they roll those babies out in D.C. now. they got to dust them for about an hour. <laughs> I mean, there's probably so much dust on those bad boys. It's been a minute in D.C., that's for sure. Very quickly, you mentioned San Francisco. There's talk. Of, a report came out of arm fatigue for Trey Lance, okay? And um, mm-hmm. the 49ers coach – Knocked down that talk, and he said, and I quote, I've never heard anything about that a day in my life. So we've heard stories of arm fatigue before, right? Uh, dead arm is normally what they, they say. That's more with major league pitchers. Is that a real thing, Michael? Have you seen qu- quarterbacks actually go through that? 
Well, I think what 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 you got to understand is the delivery and the release of a quarterback is no different than baseball, right? And if you have a bad delivery and if you have a bad release and you put stress on your shoulder or stress on your elbow, you're going to have arm trouble, right? And so I think that that's what they have to kind of work their way through with 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 uh, Lance. I think it's one of the things that you know everybody focuses on the play. You watch. Lance or Justin Fields or Mac Jones and you watch them and the result is what the fans are grading. The mechanics, no one grades. And only people that truly understand the mechanics of the position get it. If you sat down with Tom Brady and you let him watch some of the quarterbacks, he would tell you which one would have arm trouble, which one wouldn't. One of the things I wasn't particularly a fan of Justin Fields was his arm was all over the place. He could never throw the ball the same way twice because of his mechanics. And if you can't get that straightened out, it's always going to be a problem. So, I, and again, I want to talk more about this when we come back from break, about the Niners in particular, because there's a, a lot of different moving parts with this football team. As you look at the win total, nine and a half, juiced heavily to the over, minus forty to win the division, plus 190. So it feels like an Eagles-Cowboys situation in the East with the Rams and the Niners. We'll talk more about that. But that is interesting that it's, it's almost, it's not the arm itself, it's the legs. That if the legs aren't positioned properly, it can affect the arm, correct? No doubt. And that's why when you go to a baseball game down in spring training, you watch the, the pitchers run in the outfield. They're strengthening their lower body. You need that in football. All right, let's see how that plays out with Trey Lance. We'll talk more about that, the quarterback situation, what they do with Jimmy G, and from a better perspective, do you trust this football team next year? Because there's still a lot of moving parts. Even Debo Samuel might not be settled just now. We'll talk more about the Niners when you come back with us right here on the Lombardi Line of Easton, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Starting today, VEASAN will be having their first ever baseball betting pentathlon. Every weekday show, and our baseball analysts are going to be making five baseball bets over a span of four days to determine which show at VEASAN is the best at betting baseball. Monday, today, they're going to have to bet a total. On Tuesday, tomorrow, they're going to do an underdog and a favorite. On Wednesday, a team on the run line. And Thursday, a prop bet. The winner will be announced on Friday morning, July 15th at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Follow the Money. I love competition. That should be a really good one. Back alongside Michael Lombardi, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi line. And, Michael, I look up, and, again, I see these all the past champions there at St. Andrews, and I see Big John Daly. And John has got a beard goatee going out to here, and he's just puffing on a cig, talking with the legends of the game. He is a legend of the game. He's won this twice. And I can't determine, Michael, is he living his best life or does he look terrible? Because I'm leaning towards the, the, the former, that he's living his best life. It's just the way that John Daly lives it. You know, I mean, look, I don't know how you can smoke as many cigarettes, <laughs> drink as many diet sodas, kind of live your life like that and, and feel like you're going to have longevity. I mean, I thought one of the reasons why I, I just tried to get into better shape was when I heard Francis Ford Coppola say, I've never seen very many 85-year-old 300-pound men. Mm. And, you know, and if you want to give up something for the sake of someone else, you know, that you love and want to be around for a long, long time, I, I think you've got to do that. So I, I look at John and, and I see kind of his life a little bit out of control like his golf game, yeah. you know. I mean, it, it kind of mirrors it, you know. I mean, yeah, he may hit it down the fairway, but sometimes it's just not what we want. No, and, and it is interesting. He, he looks uh, slimmer as I look up here, which is good. But, yeah, he's got that cigarette in hand. And, again, Tiger Woods does really look good today, on Monday. But I think he made a great point earlier in the week. When he made the cut the first two times at the first two majors, he looked really good early in the week. And then the body just started to break down. Now, again, this should not be as difficult to walk. So it's going to be very interesting to monitor Tiger. And, again, right now, depending on some shops, you can get plus money at Tiger to make the cut this week. I do like that play. I do think he'll be around for the weekend. And, again, he played in the first two majors, and he made the cut at both of them. And, again, the, at the, the second major, at the PGA, he couldn't even finish the round. Yeah, on Sunday, he had a withdrawal before Sunday's final. That's how bad the leg was. But still, with that one bad leg, he was able to make it at a really difficult golf course in Tulsa at the PGA. So, to me, the only way I could play that is I'm going to play Tiger to make the cut around even money at some places. Some places you can still get plus money, so shop around. 
Uh, let's get back to the talk of the 49ers that we are having. And again, we talked about Trey Lance and whether or not he's got a dead arm situation. Jimmy Garoppolo is still there. We've talked a lot about it. We saw it in Cleveland that they just, it was not going to be tenable to bring back Baker Mayfield. So they had to move on from him. The same question remains with Jimmy G. And Michael, you know how this works with locker rooms. If he's still there at camp and camp is getting ready to start, if he's not on another roster before camps begin, can they even bring him to camp? Or do you think they'd say, John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan say, you know what, Jimmy? This just wouldn't be smart for us to bring you back into these locker rooms and have the division begin. So we're going to keep you away, even if we haven't found a dance partner for you. I I think that's true because here's what's got to happen. You've got to understand the mechanics, right? So if he comes back and his shoulder isn't healthy and they fail him on the physical, they will fail him on physically unable to perform Mm. or they'll fail him on on a non-NFI injury, which the injury is football-related. It came in the offseason. So – that would put him on the PU physically unable to perform list, which still protects the 49ers' rights of walking away from the contract. See, here's what happens. If they take him back and pass him on a physical, and that shoulder isn't 100%, they're on the hook for $24 million. Oof. Okay? So they got to be very delicate here. And they've got to be very understanding about when he could take the physical, when he can't. And they've got rules to protect him based on the collective bargaining agreement. But if they pass him on the physical, those rules are no longer in place. And so now they're on the hook. So I think that I think there's a deadline here to do something. And I think ultimately, if you get right before camp and no one's made an offer to Jimmy or Jimmy's not been able to, I think they have no choice but to release Jimmy and, and oh. basically say, look, we've tried to trade him. We've tried to give him away. Nobody wants him. And we can't go any further with this. I think they're hanging on for dear life. I mean, they are a – you know, Tart playing safety, it's basically a Hail Mary that Matt Stafford throws up there. And if he comes down with that, they're going back to the Super Bowl with Jimmy G with a bad wing last year. And you just yeah. put up the prospects that he could be released. I mean, that is that would be an amazing juxtaposition. But is this because other teams, Michael, do not want to make any pre you know, a deal before they know if the shoulder is good enough to even pass a physical? No doubt. Plus, you know, Jimmy's six interceptions in his career in playoffs hurts him. You know, uh, th- there's a perception about Jimmy. Two things. He's not durable. You know, he hasn't played a healthy. He hasn't been able to stay healthy. He misses every other year, it seems like, and this is the year to miss. Now he's coming off his shoulder. How bad is the shoulder? There's a lot of uncertainty here. It's not as clear-cut as Baker. You know, Baker's healthy. You go back to 2020 tape, watch Baker play, and you say, okay, Baker was a good player. If I can get him to this level, we got a really good player. Jimmy, you're worried about, is the shoulder ever, ever going to be good enough? And when you're dealing with quarterbacks with shoulder problems, you're always worried. You're always worried about, is he going to come back? Can he come back? Is the shoulder velocity? I expect to see some form of him throwing on a video here coming up before too long by his agents. Nine and a half is the win total. Juiced heavily at minus $1.40 to the over. Again, $1.90 to win the division. And, Michael, I keep going. Debo Samuel, we're assuming everything's going to be fine and they're going to smooth that over. But he says, Debo, he has not rescinded his no-trade demands, right? So even though there's not a lot of chatter about making a Debo trade, it still sounds like maybe for personal reasons, he'd love to get back closer to South Carolina to the East coast. Is this dead in the water? Debo might still want out, but it looks like Kyle and John Lynch are not really jumping through hoops to make that happen. 
Well, I don't think they want to make it happen, and I think they feel like they can satisfy Debo's concerns contractually uh, once they get rid of Jimmy. And once they do that, then you'll see Nick Bosa and you'll see Jimmy, you'll see uh, Debo kind of get handled. Look, Debo is a really good player. Debo is a unique player, though. Like, Debo's not exactly a just line him up at X and say, okay, go ahead. Debo's an inside slot receiver where they want to throw the football, and he's really good with the ball in his hands. And he's a great runner with the ball, which is one of the reasons why he set the South Carolina high school record for kickoff returns. I mean, this is a very talented guy who's got a lower body of a running back. And when that ball's in his hands, he's hard to get on the ground. So, you know, now if he lined up at, at just simply at X all the time with no motion and no flare, maybe not as good. Maybe doesn't win on the outside, but in this system, in this scheme, it's perfect. And I think you're going to, they know they need him to make this offense. Why would they take away their best offensive weapon when they've got so much at stake in this quarterback? One of the reasons why they get away from Jimmy is to get to a quarterback with this on a rookie contract so they can pay these veteran guys while Lance is still a young player. Now it's a risk. Is Lance going to be good enough? Can he hold up? Is he going to be durable enough? We shall see. I think that's the whisper of the elephant in the room with Debo is that how it relates to Jimmy because the whispers are he's a Jimmy G guy, right? And so with Jimmy and the prospects of him coming back seeming like slim to none, that he doesn't want to be there. And I don't think it's just that. There is the family concerns and all those things, West Coast, East Coast, I understand that. But if that is true about Jimmy G and he's gone, and it is true that they bring back Debo Samuel in that locker room, what does Trey Lance have to do to make him a Trey Lance guy instead of still – you know, wishing for the, for the old days with Jimmy G. Well, I think he's got to prove that he can play, right? He's got to prove that he could take over the team and lead. He's got to get in the huddle and make the call. And he's got to get to the line of scrimmage and make the check. And he's got to be able to execute it. He can't make a bunch of mistakes every game. Like, he can't play like a second-year player. He's got to play like a vet. Like, they've got a lot at stake here. they got a good team without a quarterback. Now, they may have a good team with a quarterback. We don't know. You know, I, I was not sold on Lance coming out. I think he throws the ball like he's a, a jugs machine. He throws it hard every time. He's got to take some things off. And then when he played this year, I didn't see the athleticism that I thought I was going to see, the, the uniqueness athletically. He was, you know, he's a big, fast guy. But can that all work together? Kyle's a really good coach of the quarterback, so we'll see. But, look, Kyle has not been perfect on this quarterbacking thing here. Mm. You know, he drafts C.J. Beathard in, like, the third or fourth round. That didn't work out. They thought Nick Mullins was going to be the next star. That didn't work out. Like, they've struggled to get going here. And Jimmy G kind of saved them. When they made the trade for Jimmy G, it was not with the idea that Jimmy G was the savior. It was the idea, we're going to get Kirk Cousins, but this is an asset that we can utilize to then trade and eventually get Kirk Cousins. And then when Jimmy started winning games, they couldn't get Kirk Cousins. It is. I look at a couple quarterbacks, and Trey Lance certainly is the one that screams the most because of the team around him. It feels like a ready-made team. The other one you mentioned is Justin Fields in Chicago. Year two quarterbacks that we're expecting. I know the teams are expecting those big leaps to happen. It feels like that you got a better chance of that happening with Trey Lance in San Francisco because of Kyle, right, in, in the system. In Chicago, it feels like I don't know what you're going to get now with a new coach and new management there as well. Is that why you would trust in, in that equation? Would you trust feel, uh, excuse me, uh, Trey Lance more than Justin Fields? Only because I think I trust Kyle. I don't know what to make of the Bears. Offensive line problems, scheme problems. You know, it's all going to be challenging. It really is. When we come back, Michael, we're going to go up to ship up to Boston to Josh Applebaum. He's got a tribute for Paulie Walnuts for you with his picks today. We'll explain when you come back with us right here on the Lombardi Line on Vston, the Sports Betting Network.
We'll be broadcasting live from NBA Summer League now through July 17th. So catch The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, live from the NBA Summer League every weekday. We're also going to have special guests, guest exclusive content and live updates all throughout those VEASAN shows. So for more, follow us at VEASAN Live on Twitter and at VEASAN Live on YouTube. And back with Michael Lombardi here on the Lombardi Line. Got to tip my cap to the NBA. They have made Summer League into a show yeah. out here in Las Vegas. And you remember the origins of this. And you thought, ah, who's going to want to watch Summer League? We just got done with the NBA playoffs. They've really done, done a good job, kind of like the NFL, of kind of being a year-round league. This is the way the NBA has kind of really, I think, gotten our attention in the summer leading up to the new season. You know, and I, I, I love that we're doing it live there, and there's so many young players to watch and kind of help us handicap the NBA season. But for me, you know, it's amazing how, how popular it is mm-hmm. considering there's really no defense. The games are somewhat unwatchable. I got to be honest, <laughs> right? Like, they are so, like, I've tried to watch the Sixers because I know I'm watching and Doc Rivers isn't because he ain't playing any of these young kids. I can promise you that. So, you know, I at least want to learn about them in Summer League before they never get off the bench, and most of them are playing at the Delaware. 89ers so <laughs> but I love it but I, I I have a hard time and JVT and Matt Newman's do a great job I have a hard time understanding how we can contextualize this in the sense of the level of comp right, right? evaluation is always about the level of competition like who's playing against who and how to you know Chet Holmgren's hitting threes. He looks good. You know, his offensive game, he's got more Durant in him than, you know, he's playing like he did in high school than he did in college. But how does that transpose when he gets into the with the guys that are really going to play? That's the hard part for me, Dave. That's the million-dollar question. I think you're exactly right. So you get a taste of what these guys have, but the level of competition, certainly not what they're going to see, at least the elite rookies, uh, when we get to the real season. Uh, let's step up to Boston now with Josh Applebaum here. Uh, always great to have Josh on, of course, the host of Easton's Market Insights podcast. And uh, I know this is going to kind of be a tribute segment here to Paulie Walnuts for you, because uh, Michael and I have been talking about some of the greatest hits that he's had uh, through the years in The Sopranos. But speaking of, like, level of competition, the Boston Red Sox the last couple of days, they stepped their game up, Josh, with those wins against the Yankees in comeback fashion. Yeah, they really have. And I think it's important, Dave and Michael, it's great to be with you on this Monday. You know, kind of being, too, you know, making your perception of a team too high or too low because the Red Sox were really struggling here. And, you know, they got really uh, off to a terrible start. They got hot. They had one of their best Junes ever. And they've really struggled, you know, the last about 14 days or so. And they're pitching, I think, for the first time ever, four straight games, four straight rookies. But this is the thing with baseball. And I think one thing that you've noticed in baseball right now is kind of these dogs that look disgusting, that kind of look like they have no shot. They're tending to bark quite a bit. We've seen favorites throughout the year year start off around 65 percent they're down to like i think 61 62 percent and the kind of late june early to july some of these really gross dogs that kind of on the surface feel like they have no shot are starting to bark right now so i think as betters this is something that we got to watch out for and of course when you know you're pitching rookies and unknowns and you're having come from behind wins against the yankees on sunday night baseball it gets you excited as a Sox fan but uh one thing i would say guys keep an eye on fading the red Sox today there's a really good system here if you play on sunday night baseball and then you have to travel the very next day mm. Those teams lose uh, upwards of around 60% of the time. The Red Sox open today as high as like minus 115. 
we're showing minus 112 on our screen, but a lot of these books are trending down to a pick'em type number. So I'd be looking at betting Tampa Bay today. Uh, Brian Bayo, who uh, those of us in Boston were super excited about his first start, he got knocked around. He pitched against the Rays a week ago. They lost seven to one. He went four innings, six hits, four earned runs. The Rays get to face him for the second time in less than two weeks here. I think that's an advantage for Tampa. Uh, I'll, I'll go Rays here again, fading a Sunday Night Baseball team. But I got to admit, you know, coming back on the Yanks the last two games, it was pretty sweet, guys. No question about it. And I know you have some other plays here uh, in deference to, to Paulie kind of staying on the Northeast, if you will, here uh, with this theme today. Uh, let's talk a little bit before we get to the NFL and the Jets and Giants. One more baseball play that you like, and that would be out West with the Rocks against the Padres. What do you see in this one, Josh? Yeah, Dave, I was looking at San Diego on this one. This was kind of the biggest theme move of the day that really caught my eye, about 15 cents of movement in favor of San Diego here. So the Padres open on the road at Colorado. This is Sean Manaya against Jose Urena. Uh, Manaya lefty here they got from Oakland in the offseason. Urena is actually a pretty good numbers, 0-0 with like a 2.5 ERA. Uh, but this is a guy who in his career is upwards of a five ERA. So I think you might have some negative regression for Urena here. And the line's all going to San Diego. They open around minus 130 on the road. They've been bet up to minus 145. Some shops are inching up closer to minus 150. Uh, you also uh, have a system advantage here, road favorites. This has been one of the best spots to back favorites here at home. They get a little bit overvalued. Sometimes those numbers are a little juiced up. On the road, they're about 60, 61%. So they've actually been positive overall. It's kind of a classic buy low, sell high spot. The Padres just lost their last two. Uh, you actually look at Colorado. They just took three or four against Arizona. The big advantage here, guys, the pitching staff of the Padres. They have a team ERA of 3.64, team ERA of almost five for Colorado here. So big move toward uh, San Diego Padres. That's the biggest team move of the day. I'll lay it here with the pods at home after they just lost two straight. All right, let's go to the NFL here, gentlemen, and uh, stay with the Paulie Walnuts theme here with the Jets and the Giants. Let's start with the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. What do you like in this one as you forecast in the NFL season, Josh? Yeah, so first off, I know Michael's heartbroken, all of us Sopranos fans. You know, first we lose Ray Liotta a couple weeks mm. ago, the ultimate good fella. Now it's Paulie. So, uh, oh, Marlon, it's it's rough right now. But uh, turn, turn on Pine Barrens. I know, Michael, you got that on repeat at your household right now. Uh, <laughs> but in terms of these Jersey teams in honor of Paulie, Really interesting. Both these teams are super juiced up to their win total, but maybe in directions that you wouldn't really expect. In terms of the Jets, they go 4-13 and 13 last year, but their win total is 5.5 at both DraftKings and uh, BetMGM, but it's really juiced up over. Uh, at DraftKings, it's 5.5 over minus 165. At BetMGM, it's 5.5 over minus 155. So right off the bat, we have a team that won four games last year. Now they're 5.5 really juiced up over. How can the odds makers, you know, make us pay this big price on the Jets over? It seems fishy, guys. That tells me that they're actually maybe high on the Jets this year, going from four wins to six wins possibly. If you're banking on this Jets over, obviously Robert Salah and Zach Wilson going from year one to year two, having some experience under their belt, making that year one to year two leap. Uh, they've gotten a bunch of accolades as having one of the best drafts. Uh, Wilson, Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver, Brees Hall at running back, Sauce Gardner, uh, one of their top picks cornerback, and Johnson, remember, he was a 10-and-a-half uh, prop there is over under and he, I think he got picked like 26 27 mm. they also have the 16th easiest schedule they're going to play a, a team uh, combined win percentage from last year of just 495 now I don't really expect them to win the division they're plus 2200 75 to 1 to win the conference plus 130 to, or 130 to 1 to win the Super Bowl uh, to make the playoffs no minus 1100 but to me guys the eye test tells me I think maybe this team is a little bit better going to six wins is a little questionable but they're really juicing up the over here so I want to put some faith in kind of this weird, fishy over juice. I'm thinking maybe the Jets go over five and a half this year. 
You know, I, I just have a hard time seeing that. You know, just because when you look at the Jets statistically and you break them down, I mean, they were so bad in every single category. And we all get caught up in the draft picks because we think the draft picks are going to have instantaneous effect on the team. I, I don't see that. I think sometimes draft picks take a little while. You know, we talk about Sauce Gardner coming in. They play cover three. You know, he's not a shutdown corner in terms of this scheme. He may be, and maybe they'll play more man, but Salai has never played a lot of man. He's 90% zone all the time. So I, I don't see that. Defensively, which is the strength of their head coach, they were horrible last year. You know, and when he was good at San Francisco, it's because he he had Fred Warner in the middle, and he had four really good guys that could rush. Does he have that? Is C.J. Mosley going to be that guy? Or do they have four guys who can just rush? I think it's going to be challenging. And when you look at that opening schedule, Dave, Josh, it's a really hard. I mean, they're not going to be favored in the first seven games in any of these games. No. I, like they're, they're, it's a hard thing. So I don't care where the juice is going. To me, whether they bet the over, I think the public's betting the over. I think Sharp, I think people that study the NFL are going to bet the under. And I tell you this, I don't know if the last 24 hours for Zach Wilson are going to hurt or help, but again, it's been a firestorm on Twitter and on social media with the allegations of his ex-girlfriend coming out. I have no idea how that's going to affect anything here for Zach Wilson in year two, but that's going to be interesting to watch as well. Uh, let's stay on the New York theme here for Paulie Walnuts and the Jersey theme, because even though they're New York, they play in Jersey. Uh, let's go to the G-Men, and this is an interesting football team to look at. New management, we've talked about it with Michael and I earlier in the program with Thomas Gable. What do you see Josh from the G men this year? Yeah. So this is kind of the polar opposite of the jets. Remember both these teams went four and 13 last year, but the jets, as we just mentioned, five and a half over minus minus one fifty five. This is again, expecting to be a better team, seven and a half wins, but really juiced up under minus one sixty. So uh, another thing you got to look at guys always, you know, shop around, try to find the best number that you can. Not every book will have the same number. Like if you like this under with the giants, seven and a half under minus one sixty. Yes. It's a big juice price, but at DraftKings, it's seven. There's no half uh, win there. It's seven under minus one twenty five. So you're thinking to yourself, Hey, I don't want to pay this exorbitant juice, but if they land on seven, you have a seven, you push seven and a half, you win. These are the things you got to keep an eye out for. Uh, obviously you have a rookie coach with Dayball. Is he your average rookie coach? Maybe not. He's had a lot of experience under Belichick, under Saban, but still uh, just in terms of a blanket fade rookie coach, is that something that I do prescribe to? And then obviously Jones, they didn't pick up his option. What kind of message does that send here? Now, if you're, all your offensive players are healthy, you know, your, your uh, Galladay, your Saquon, your Shepard, you could have a good offense, but these guys are super injury prone. That's what I'm worried about. You draft Neil and Thibodeau to kind of uh, hopefully, uh, you know, add some, uh, some, some uh, offensive defensive line, but I'm going to take the under here guys, seven and a half. It's juiced up under minus minus one sixty. They can make a leap, but I don't think going from four wins to eight, that seems like a really, really big, big leap for them. Yeah, that, it does seem like a, a tall order. And again, if you think because nobody's repeated in this division since 2003, 7-1 to win the division, that feels like a leap as well. But, hey, those Jersey people, sometimes they bet with their heart, not with their head. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> Josh, appreciate you as always, my friend. We'll catch up again soon. Thanks, Thanks guys. Josh. Put a bow on this edition of the Lombardi Line next right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? Convert those BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located in the Las Vegas Trip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM and log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Wrapping things up here in the Lombardi line with Michael Lombardi, I'm Dave Ross, and this is Visa and the Sports Betting Network. We've been talking a lot about Paulie Walnuts. Passed away over the weekend. Of course, one of the, the main characters in The Sopranos. And, Michael, I don't know, are you a coffee guy? Because even in The Sopranos, you know, when you drink your coffee, sometimes – they would go pinky out a little bit mm-hmm. on the on the coffee drink. I don't know. I'm Italian as well. Is it is it an Italian thing or is it just like habitual that sometimes uh, even the most tough guy characters would go pinky out? 
You know, I, I think it was just part of Paulie. I think it was it was Tony's way of, of kind of how he drank. I, I mean, I don't picky out coffee. I mean, I'm a coffee guy. I love in season, I think it was episode three when 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 Big Pussy's going over to try to find out who stole uh, AJ's teacher's car. <laughs> and he's in this kind of like a Starbucks. And then Paulie gets infuriated by the fact that all the Italian cultures and cuisine are being stolen by these American shops. And, you know, it, it's the best. And, you know, and, they, they, and then he goes and steals like Paulie always does. He steals something <laughs> as a way of retribution. Yes. Kind of like when he beat up the landscaper, he he stole the lawnmower, you know. Like that's just part of the – so that's season one he does that. And then season five he does the same thing. It just – that that's the writing. It's so good. You know, and if you haven't watched it, you just feel so compelled. Like The Wire, you just get so compelled to these characters because they're so authentic. And the, the, the his mannerisms – and his motions with his hands and oh. the pinky ring were, were, were perfect. Like when he delivers the TV set to the soccer coach who's, you know, who wants to, is running out of town, but they don't know it at the time, you know, and then he, cha- he makes his name something else, you know, and they make sure he delivers it. It's just he's perfectly, perfectly authentic. You know, and I asked our crew, you know, Matt Santos, our producer, I'm like, did you watch The Apprentice? He said, I've watched it 10 times. From we all have. Like, it's, like, it's one of those shows that you go back. And again, for such dark subject matter, the comedy that comes through in yeah. the series is amazing. Right? It really is. You're talking about some of the worst yeah. things that human beings can do, and yet those moments where Paulie can get so bent out of shape about Starbucks or about, you know, about car- like that's the genius of the show because he, yeah. you can feel it in him, the Italian passion that he has, and it's being stolen by these Seattle people that are, that are coming in here with yeah, their yeah. with their Starbucks you know, coffee. Paul, Paulie always felt he was betrayed, you know, whether it was Big Pussy betrayed him, whether it was, you know, uh, Vito betraying him, you know, and that scene around to me that scene around uh, the Santriels where they're all talking about and they bring Finn in to describe something that he witnessed by Vito. I mean, it's just also it, it becomes an act of betrayal. His mother that he finds yeah. out wasn't really his mother. You know, his life was about betrayal and, and I think that that really resonates and you could see that very clearly and and I, I and the writing, it's so consistent that it's just powerful. And I can still like the one scene. I love the scene where they're in front of the Luke Costello monument there in Jersey city. And it's got, you know, and Paulie's going to get promoted. And of course, Tony starts out by telling him that he did something wrong and Paulie's <laughs> defensive and feeling betrayed. And then eventually he gets the promotion. It, it's just brilliant. And if you haven't watched it, I, I wish I, I wish I I'll go back and watch it yeah. anytime I have free time because it's so good. No question about it. And as I get older and I, I go a little gray in the sides, thanks to Paulie, it's just it's in fashion. He made it fashionable yeah. to have the two tone hair. I mean, it looked like no racing doubt. stripes in his head. It was so. Oh, good. it's so bad. It's my father was a barber, and I mean, you got to appreciate the hair and, and the way he dressed. I mean, uh-huh. you know, shoot your cuffs. He would always tell Christy to shoot his cuffs because he wanted to be immaculate in how he dressed. And that and that Italian T-shirt, you know, that he wore underneath with the medals coming down. I mean, like anytime I went to my grandfather's house, I mean, that's what he looked like he was wearing. You know, <laughs> but it's amazing. Even in sports, you know, we we always talk about uh, when the NBA guys coming into the arena, the way they dress, you know, look good, feel good, play good. All those things, style, it's its in the eye of the beholder, and certainly on the show, they just they captivated it perfectly. Uh, let's get a little bit here in the remaining time that we have to week one of the NFL, and I always say this, I think it's a great exercise. If you've got the, the time and the patience, 
you can actually get good numbers, Michael, here as you look yeah. ahead to week one because they're going to change. And they're going to change dramatically right. between now here in July before we get to September. Probably you can see field goal line movements. You can see three, three-and-a-half-point movements. If you can identify them now, that's where you can really get some value in, in some of these numbers. And so it's bet yeah. now or bet later. And I look ahead to week one. We've talked a lot about the Jets, and rightfully so. Look, they're getting bet up. Thomas Gable talked about it at the Borgata. People are starting to believe in Zach Wilson in year number two in Robert Sala. Now the Ravens will come into town six-point road favorites. That's always a flag for me to look at initially. If you wanted to back the Jets, would you bet it now or would you bet it later? And that total, by the way, is 45-and-a-half as it stands here. Well, I, I think this line's going to move in the direction of the Jets only because if the Jets have a good preseason and they look somewhat organized, uh, Al Davis term, can't we just look organized, you know, <laughs> then people are going to think, how can they be a six point? But if you go through John Harbaugh's history of opening day, you know, now I know he didn't win opening day last year. He lost out in Las Vegas, but typically his teams are ready to play. Mm -hmm. And I, I think to me, will this line get to six and a half? No. Will it get to seven? I don't see any chance of it unless the Jets just look poor or Zach Wilson gets injured in preseason. So I think this is a number. If you want to bet the Jets, you better grab it now because I think it's going to slowly inch a little bit to them. Do I think it closes at five? Yeah, probably. Uh, I think that's the number. I think what you're trying to do now is figure out where the line is going and where could it end up. You know, Indianapolis at Houston. You know, Matt Ryan, Davis Mills, you know, opening day. Houston won opening day last year. Indy's been a disastrous opening day team under Frank Wright. We've seen it, right? Mm -hmm. They lost in Jacksonville. They killed everybody's the survivor game. Oh, yeah. So I think what we got to see is how that's going to manipulate. Will that line come back? Yeah, I think it will. Seven and a half right now. The Colts favorite on the road uh, against the Texans there. So, again, this is kind of the exercise. You look at some of these, these road favorites in week one. The one that feels like it might go against the trend here that we're talking about could be the Saints. Five and a half at the ATL. Now, look at the total. Only 41 and a half. So, not expecting a lot of points to be scored there. But would you bet it now or bet it later if you're a Saints backer? I would bet it now. I mean, I think Atlanta's going to be bad. And I think they'll be bad in the preseason. And I wouldn't bet that Mariota stays healthy. And then once Mariota doesn't stay healthy, whether he plays in the preseason or not, you've got to count on that. I mean, that's a pretty good percentage bet that he's not going to stay healthy. Right. I mean, look, the line opened up at three and a half. Now, on my board on DraftKings, New Jersey, I got four and a half. I've got other places that have it at five and a half. Circus at five and a half on this game. Mm -hmm. You know, and so uh, you shop for the best number. But I, I don't think Atlanta is very good at all. I think Atlanta is going to take – I mean, when you draft two receivers in the first round and you can't protect the quarterback – you know, you don't really have an awareness of how bad your team is. Yeah, you've already got the value play with that number on the Saints, and I'm with you. I don't think this is going to come back towards the ATL. So if you want to still back the Saints, even though you're not getting the best of the number, this might be the best one you get right now, five and a half. Because I, I see six, six and a half before we get to kickoff uh, in, in about two months. The Chiefs here uh, laying three against Arizona. And Arizona, normally they come out of the gate strong. But this year with Kyler Murray and the really tumultuous offseason, you're not going to have D-Hop for the first six games. The Chiefs only laying three. Where do you think this number might go? I mean, the last two seasons, you know, Cliff Kingsbury's had his team really playing well. And one thing about Kansas City under Steve Spagnola, they're always not good defensively early. They have make too many mental mistakes. They blow too many coverage defensively. Do I? And I think it's going to take a little bit of time for Mahomes to get himself acquainted with his new team. 
you know, I, I like taking the home dog here. I really do. You know, and now Andy Reid is good on opening day as well. But I do think there's some situations here where I think this number is going to stay right at right. It opened at four. It immediately went to three and a half. There's some fours out there that you can get. But I, I think it's going to stay right in this range. And Arizona has played very well the last two opening weekends. I look at the total at 53 and a half and I go, whoa. Now, you just mentioned how defenses normally have to play catch up. Right, and it's normally middle of the season where they kind of get their sea legs a little bit. Do you think that's why that total is so high, and you're still yeah. expecting Kansas City to be proficient offensively? I, I think they'll both move the football, and I think both defenses will struggle, you know, to stop the other team. And I think the Hopkins one is gives me the most concern. Are they good enough? You know, are they going to be good enough? Is is Hollywood Brown going to fill that void? We shall see. But I do think they play well early. I think this will be a this will be an up and down the game field. I don't think neither team's going to get control of the game. Yeah, uh, very interesting. Again, you can still try to get those numbers now because they are going to change dramatically before we get to Week One. What do you hear? What do you say? I mean, Michael, it's been a really fun couple hours awesome. with you, my friend. Absolutely, yeah, it's good to be back, David. We'll yeah, see good. you Thursday. Good to have you back. Of course, I want to thank Thomas Gable, Will Hill, and Josh Applebaum for joining the program as well. We got you locked all day long right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.